0: Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to Spectator Behavior. Today I'm going to talk to you about parking, rideshare, and public transportation with a focus on parking. So, when thinking about parking, it's best to incorporate these six steps that I'm going to tell you about. I'm going to focus on college football sporting event, but a concert can be taken with the same approach. And instead of the teams, just insert the musician. Let's look at the who. Who is playing? Do the teams playing bring a lot of fans and have a big fan base? If so, you need to take that into consideration. When trying to park or get a rideshare, the prices are going to be inflated. Depending on what you are looking for, you might have to make an audible with original plans. The lot you normally park in might be 10 to 15 dollars more for a bigger team coming into town. Also the lots might fill up quicker for bigger opponents. You might have to walk a little further than normal. This could be to your benefit though, especially with traffic after the game. A lot of times it's better to be walking and moving than being stuck in traffic and watching everyone walk, especially when you paid three times the amount that they did. Mm-hmm. Step number two, what? Identify the type of game. Is this a conference game? Is this a rivalry game? Is this an FCS opponent? Normally the FCS games are a lot easier to park and get a ride rideshare. Conference games can be more packed. A lot of times the prices for parking and surcharges for ride shares go up. Rivalry games are high demand to go to, and inflated prices are the norm for parking and ride chairs. Also, if game is selected for ESPN College Game Day or SEC Nation, don't worry, I'm not going to break into an SEC chant just yet. It'll bring, it'll bring a lot more traffic, though, if, if one of these events come and, you know, a lot of fans will flock to the area. So, let's look at the next step. When? What time is the game? Typically, games, you know, are on Saturdays. However, there are occasional games played on Thursday and Friday. A few MAC conference games on Tuesday nights. And even a rare occasion has Monday night before Monday night football starts for NFL during Labor Day weekend when teams play. Also, you need to factor the time of the game into the parking. Early games, you know, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 o'clock Central Time, can be very challenging to wake up early enough to get to the game and find parking. I've seen it so many times where people are stuck in traffic for the 11 a.m. games, don't make it until around the start of the second quarter, you need to have a plan for parking or rideshare so that you're not in that situation. Let's look at the next step. Where? What location is this game being played at? Most times games are played at campus sites, but sometimes games are played at neutral sites for rivalry games or other big non-conference matchups. Take into account if this is a city or town. Public transportation is a good option, especially with games in city venues like Atlanta. There's a lot of variation in parking prices in cities and towns, as well as Uber and Lyft prices before and after the game when demand is high. Normally for me, the best places to park for the cheapest are about half a mile to a mile away from the event. Right by it is super expensive, so you need to take that into account with the area. In a city, though, public transportation can be a convenient way to miss traffic and avoid expensive Uber and Lyft inflated charges with high peak times. Let's look at the next point, why? Are you going to the game for a social event where it's okay to get there into the second quarter? Is your objective to watch the whole game? Maybe even get settled in there with food and drink, see some of the warm-ups, or are you going to the area, you know, just to tailgate and meet up with friends and have a good time in the area. If you are tailgating and drinking, you should definitely either get a driver who is sober or take a rideshare and not drive. Just know that scheduling Ubers and Lyfts can be hectic and problematic, especially after big games. If you're going for a social event, then you can be fairly relaxed on the time. If you want to get there for the entire game, you should get to the gates at least 30 to 40 minutes before the game. If you want to get settled in with food, drink, see warm-ups, I would get there an hour and a half to the gates. Just know stadium lines take longer. Some take longer than others to get through. Let's look at the next point, how? Depending on the game, you need to mentally prepare yourself for encountering traffic. If you're not tailgating, I would suggest using a smaller car to get, you know, in and out of parking spots. Fitting into small spaces is critical when you're encountering a lot of people parking in the area. Research each college website and search engine to see if there is free parking. Or even, you know, what lots will be available for game day. My suggestion would be to go at least an hour and 30 minutes before the game if you're about 15 minutes you know, away from the venue, to just make the game on time. So now that I've talked about these topics, I'll give you a little more insight. Everyone's different, but for me, I look for free parking most of the times. If I know I can get it, and it'll be available for medium to lower attended games, I definitely look hard for the free parking. Look for lots that have free parking after 5 p.m. on it, Also, street parking near neighborhoods, also a good thing to look for. A lot of times, bigger games, schools and towns know how to eliminate free parking. However, the earlier you get to the venue, the better chance you have of finding free parking somewhere. The majority of places, you can get a parking for around $15 or less. However, there have been games where $20 was the cheapest I could find, and I was just glad to be done with it. I paid sixty dollars one time at the national championship game. I botched that. Uh, I was banking on there being cheaper options for parking, maybe around thirty dollars. That didn't happen. So I should have taken public transportation, but you know, I like the car that you know that it was in the area, and if I needed to go back that it'd be alright. But from my experience, Uber and Lyft varies from, from every city and town. A lot of of it depends on how much traffic flow and event popularity when you actually schedule the Uber or Lyft. Some Uber rides can be seven times as much as the normal price. The good thing is you will see what the price is before you confirm the UberX or Lyft. You can always just close out of the app without hitting confirm to cancel it. My advice would be to get to the event a little earlier And wait afterward or find a place to eat it can be busy but it just depends you know listen this is not an exact science all right so I you know there's some variation to this but hopefully these tips help for parking uber lyft and public transportation so my question to y'all would be what is the most you've ever seen for parking on game day in a random lot or just random area. I've seen sixty dollars for an Alabama game. I've seen eighty dollars for a Michigan game once. If you like the, if you like this video, just please, you know, like it and share it and comment below. You know, experiences with parking. Also, I'd really appreciate it if you subscribe to my channel uh, so you can hear more tips about sporting events and concerts. Thanks, y'all.